Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lisa Unger, an emotional and eating disorder specialist who helps people to overcome their issues with food using a combination of nutritional therapy and behavioral techniques and through four core building blocks, eat, feel, grow, and heal. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Okay, so with my business, um, as an eating disorder and emotional, eating, emotional disorder therapist, I've been working in the last couple of years, but nutritional therapy on its own before that. Um, so I feel that I'm still quite new, um, still building, building clients, building my techniques. I'm always learning. Um, because um, I, re- I, I discovered late in life that I actually really loved lo- learning when I thought I didn't. And um, so, yeah, it's still quite new, um, mm. but uh, progressing, I would say. So with, with your clients, what is it that you, that you find your clients will come to you time and time again that you have to, is like the first step for them, that you have to help them to work through, overcome, or just, just be aware of? I think if you, you know, those four building blocks that you mentioned, eat, feel, grow, heal, people often think they have a problem with food, that the the, the, the difficulty is their relationship with food. Mm. But actually, that's only a very small part of it. Yes, we have to, to, to try and help them with nutrition because yeah. nutrition can affect you physically but it's all the other areas that are actually keeping them stuck in the way they eat. So if you think, for example, some of it is habit, you know, you have get stressed, you've opened the fridge and eaten chocolate, but or whatever it is before you even know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Emotions obviously play a big part. Uh, but also for example, Um, we often speak very harshly to ourselves about our bodies. Nothing to do with your size. It's how you feel about your body. And that is really wrapped up in self-esteem as well, self-worth. So if, for example, you are trying to restrict, you're trying to be on a diet because you don't like your body, then something happens and you feel a failure, you feel shame, you feel guilt, you feel frustration. What's the first thing you do? You go and eat. Then you think, oh my goodness, I've eaten a chocolate eclair, I'm even fat in there. And it's like this vicious circle. There are lots of different things, beliefs from when we were children, um, 
Often we're perfectionists and we make all these rules about the way that we should eat. And then when we break them, we feel a failure again. It, there's all these different areas that are keeping yeah. us stuck in our eating far more than just food. So as they take their sort of steps through the work that you do, what do you, what do you see? What's the transformation that starts to take place? I think the first one, which is really one of the most important, is that people feel that they have a weakness, that it's their fault that they eat this way. It's because they're greedy. It's mm. because they're lazy. It, you know, all these different areas that it's their fault that they eat the way that they do. And one of the first things we do is we do a great big timeline and what it shows is that when you start following these eating behaviors, there's usually an event in your life. It doesn't mean it has to be the um, trauma, like we think of trauma, you know, something terrible happening to you. But trauma is, is based on your experiences. So it could just be that you had an uncle who goes, oh, she's a bit chubby. And that sticks with you. And then you try not to be chubby. And mm. then it you know it all goes from there or or you know when parents get divorced or you know your your mother had her own eating issues so she used to chop to um lock everything away from you and you know you would um you felt that that biscuits were really really special so that when you came across biscuits all you could do was stuff them in your face because you knew you weren't going to get them again all sorts of stories like that um but it's not because there's something wrong with you it's because for whatever reason food became a coping strategy mm. and this food alcohol uh this sort of self-medication that yeah. often oftentimes entrepreneurs sort of seek because it's to celebrate or to commiserate or to hide to avoid there are all these things so yeah we can talk about pure health and the physical or you know the entrepreneurs it's it all kind of works into that sort of the business life so yeah. what's it like for you as an as an entrepreneur you you know all this 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 wealth of knowledge about our behavioral patterns and all the things that control us and all, oh my gosh all the things that we avoid knowing that and sort of applying that as for you the entrepreneur that must be like that sort of two different worlds because you know it but oh my gosh you still find yourself being wrapped up so we're all going through these these challenges right yeah no definitely I think when I offer advice to people one of the the main things I say is do not ever go on a diet because it messes with your biology and it also messes with your head. So, mm. but, and I never ever ban foods. You know, I don't ban food groups uh, at all. In fact, what's important is not that you cut a food group out, that you eat it in the right balance. So, um, you know, this is, this is what a balanced plate looks like. Half your plate is vegetables, as many different varieties as possible. A quarter of your plate is protein, a quarter of your plate is carbohydrates. So that's your potatoes, your rice. Don't cut them out, but just make them a quarter of your plate. And then you don't forget the fats. You need fat in your diet because that's mm. what your, the outside of your cells are made from, your hormones. 
um, it's just really important. And so it's the olive oil, the avocados, butter, um, none of your low fat stuff. You want real, your mantra should be real food most of the time. And that's mm. fair. So if you want a donut, so, eat a donut. Do you find that um, a lot of people, we feel like we're doing the right thing. We're trying to do the right thing, but maybe misadvised or yeah. we're told or seen or we assume to do one thing, not knowing the direct or even the indirect impact that actually has on us. So we're trying to do the right thing, but oh my gosh, it's not actually helping. Absolutely. I had a client um, who came to me and said, oh, Lisa, I'm really trying hard to follow your advice and ha have a full fat plain yogurt but the only yogurt I found I like is this low fat strawberry one so I taught them how to read the label hmm. and it says carbohydrates of which sugars if you get that figure of which sugars and divide it by four that's roughly the amount of sugar that's in that yogurt so what it means is doesn't mean they've added teaspoons of sugar because they all say mm. no sugar but what they've done for example in the strawberry yogurt is pulverized strawberries so all the fibers taken out of the all the goodness and they've just put this sort of strawberry in it, whatever this yeah. one yogurt was equivalent to something like three and a half teaspoons of sugar and you wouldn't get a natural yogurt and stir in three and a half teaspoons of sugar or not many people would so it's mm. that kind of thing you're trying and I really it really upsets me you're trying so hard and you know unless you unless you understand what you're actually eating it's really difficult yeah again I, I sort of like to take these subjects and bring it back into the general business owner life mm. is yeah without the knowledge and understanding it can be so tough so it's all about having that understanding gaining Absolutely. that awareness of Sometimes we, we don't know the questions we need to ask. We don't know what we don't know. And that's where it can be like so overwhelming. Absolutely. So let's take this sort of concept into, into your entrepreneurial world. So what okay. was it like for you when you first started? You're like, yes, this is what I want to do. This is, this is the next step for me. What was that like? And what were the steps like as you sort of stepped into it and realized, oh, there's a lot that I, I didn't know that I didn't know. Well, I'd never had, well, no, that's actually, but I had had my own business, but it was very, before I did catering. Um, yeah. So if you were having a dinner party, we'd bring you food and you could pretend you made it yourself. But it was like, it was, it was very simple, simple. Mm. When I came out of college, it was almost like, okay, where are my clients? And the thought that you actually had to go and find them and it wasn't that easy was a bit mind blowing. And you, you had to market yourself and you had, mm. You know, when you come out of college, you think it's all about the website, whereas really the website will, could be one of the last things you do. It's actually more about getting yourself out there. It's more about talking to people, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, so that was sort of a bit of a culture shock, <laughs> I must say, because that college did not prepare you. And also I didn't go to college till I was in my 50s. So, you know, it was, it was, I was a late developer. Um, well, you said you just found out that you love to learn. And I guess yes. this, this really helps you to pick up more knowledge, more techniques, more understanding that you can then give to your clients. So with your clients, it's more the connection with themselves yes, and with the food around them. So the emotional and the, the behavioral patterns they have. So with yourself, it's again, that connection is a connection with, with your audience, with strangers, how to convey the message, how to be seen, how to say, hey, 
I'm here. Here's what I do. Here's what it actually means for you. So what's the, what do you love about this connection and what's, what's tough? Okay. What I, what I love about it is that if I meet, meet you out for dinner, I can bore you to tears about what I'm doing and give you tips and I find it just so fascinating and interesting and I'm interested always been interested in people I'm interested in you Mm. how it works for you how you can tweak it it's not about giving you major things to do when it comes to promoting my business it's a totally different story for me I find that really hard because I sort of dry up you know you I sort of dry, I lose what I want to say. Um, I, you know, a lot of, when you're doing social media, for example, they talk to you about how you need to be in front of the camera and you need to show your face. And, oh, it, but, you know, the first time I did that, it was just like so hard. And it, since then, I had pushed myself to do really stupid things. If anybody ever looks at my social media, I've I've crawled on the floor pretending to go for biscuits. I've put on a crown and a thing and I but it it takes me hours to do because yeah. I have to really push myself to do it and I feel a bit of an idiot if I'm totally honest. Yeah. Now this I mean we were chatting away offline before we yeah. pressed record about all the stories that we can tell and all all the situations we've been in. And you you beautifully describe one um comment from I think it was your mum that actually had a a, supposed it wasn't a negative comment but had an impact and I think these are the stories that really we can share that makes an impact that we can see what does control us what does have an impact so do you want to expand on that one I will do so as you know there am I trying really hard to put myself out there and um, do everything and my mum said um Oh, you know, Lisa, wow, I'm really enjoying your social media. It's really great. And you really don't care what you look like. And I started, I said, what do you mean? I don't care what, of course I care what I look like. Well, you've gone on there, you've got no makeup, you haven't brushed your hair, (laughs) whatever. And, um, you know, you're doing all these stupid things. And I thought, oh my goodness, do I really look like such a Mm. mess and such an idiot? Like when I'm doing this stuff, when really all I'm trying to do is get, get across my message yeah um so yeah so that kind of thing does make make you think and also it it, you've always got to be thinking of new things I don't you know because you know you're always being told people are scrolling through and you know you've only got their attention for like 30 seconds or whatever it is I don't even know uh but not long and and they're scrolling through and you've got to grab their attention so you do have to do something that's a bit out out the wall and you've got to show a bit of personality and a bit of character but I was mm. never really good at drama at school so I just do feel well <laughs> you said these comments that you know, come from a, a nice place but they can yeah. have a lasting impact it can Absolutely. make a stop pause try and change something mm. and oftentimes as, as entrepreneurs the support mechanisms we might have the, the greater support from our, our, our partners our friends family but they may not quite understand if they're not entrepreneurs with us yeah. which means they can the comments the support may not quite be the right thing that we need it comes from the right place it might even come from fear they might be scared about what are you what are you doing how are you why are you doing that why don't you just do this this is safer and now you're inheriting their fears and their doubts yeah. and what they see so it is it's so hard but so crucial to hold space for who am i 
what yeah. do, what do I want to do? How do I want to be seen? Not what the the experts, the gurus, the the courses, the programs, the books, the ads say. Here's what you need to do. Yeah. Because the truth is, I mean, we say this time and time again, everything works. Yeah. Everything works. But you've got to find the right authentic sales system, the right authentic marketing techniques, the right way for you to show up as you. So what do you want to do? Do you know what really came into my head was to ask somebody else to do it for me. But I don't think that works because that's not my voice. So I just think um, I just think I've just got to do it in a way that does fit. You're right. It's got to be authentic to me because otherwise the strain of it and the stress of it, I'll find yeah. six million other things to do instead of it because it just puts me off. So um, yeah. So watch this space. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I can't. Give I, you I think it's, it's so interesting. You say the first thing that came to your mind, and I always honor this and respect what the mind and the body says so someone else i wish someone else can do it cool there is avoidance there is uncomfort there is i, I really don't want to do it okay which means one of two things so that's your body saying no yeah so we get to tap in and be like okay what is that is it fundamentally this is the wrong thing for me mm. or is it just uncomfortable so yeah. which which one does that feel like it's right for you or do you can you not quite I think I've, I think I've got to the stage now after this few years that actually it just makes me uncomfortable. I think it's the time factor mm. um, that comes into it. But so and, and I think that what I have to do is just uh, almost like if I want to do a reel, for example, on Instagram, I would just get on. I would just pretend I'm talking to you and just do it and not worry about it. Don't be a perfectionist about it. Just do it Yeah. and get on. Okay. Logically, you've got that, that answer. Mm -hmm. Logically, you get it. Mm -hmm. But emotionally, actionally, doing the thing. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, so you know it, but what's stopping you from just doing it? Don't know, it makes me feel a bit sick, really. <laughs> I just think it, I've just got a, a dread. I think I've got to try it again. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to set myself a date. I'm going to try it. I'm not going to, um, I'm going to do it very simply. I'm not going to overcomplicate it. Mm. And if I still feel really uncomfortable, then I will, and I just need to find a different avenue because social media, for example, is not the be all and end all. And I think yeah. that's something that we need to remember that just because, there are lots of people in my in my line of work who are doing social media. It doesn't mean that I have to do it. Mm. And there is something beautiful in that of, yeah, you, you get to do what you want, how you want yeah. to. You can create all these, these crazy, funny videos to try and get attention. You can speak very logically and with authority about your subject, or you can try and find your voice. Who, who yeah. are you? how yeah. do you want to be saying things do you want to do these these silly things you've already said that you kind of feel like a, a bit of an idiot again yeah. is that uncomfort or is that yeah you know what that's not quite right i yeah. mean crumbs from from our story you know as, as we've grown you know we've sought different different sort of guides through through marketing and what what's the authentic way of marketing is what we came on to of course it's what we teach it's what we coach it's how we want to be but to do all these other techniques dancing on tiktok trying to do these crazy things it's 
it gets attention, but is it you? Is it your brand? Is it part of your values and your mission? Is it actually what your audience, what, who are your audience? I was going to say. What do they want? There's yeah. a, there are so many yeah. factors to this. So does that give you any sort of clarity or thoughts or musings you want to share with us? Yeah, no, well, you're absolutely right, because then you have to consider, well, who are you talking to? And are you talking to people that are even going to see you clowning around? And mm. if you are clowning around, are they going to take you seriously? So you definitely have to think about who, who is my audience? Because they're yeah. the people I want to talk to. I don't want to talk to everybody. Um, yeah, and we, we can't talk to everyone. And we want to. When we have most entrepreneurs get into business, especially coaches as, and, and consultants as, I want to help someone not go through what I went through, or I know this thing, and oh my gosh, it can help so many people. Yeah. I and that word there, so many, <laughs> so many people. Yeah. That's going to curse. Yeah. But I think that is the, like when all that we're talking about is all this thing, and I keep going back in my head thinking that I was that first person, somebody, I had my own eating issues, and even when I lost weight, it was many years after that that mm. I actually changed. Like I was keeping everything under control, but it was actually many years later until I really recovered from my eating disorder. And um, but anyway, so you come out with all this knowledge and all this passion, but you you don't have the foggiest idea about business. <laughs> And yeah, that, maybe it's maybe it's not been able to refine your messaging or your story or how how do I use all these 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 experiences and tools that I have, and then you go into the world of entrepreneur, which is like now that's just one part of it. Mm. You got the accounting and the marketing and the sales and the cleaner and everything else that goes alongside being a business, right? Exactly, and that it yeah, and that's I think knocks you knocks you a bit, which you think because it's hard it's harder than you think. And as I say, you, you, when you come out with passion, you almost think uh, everybody's going to be waiting for you. <laughs> they're waiting for me to help them, and they're really not. I've got to find them. Mm. Or flip that around. They're waiting somewhere. Well, yeah, they're I've got to go to the places they are to find them. Yeah, and They're not going to just come to me just because I think I know what I'm talking about. You know, I, I do know what I'm talking about, but they're mm. not just going to come to me. Well, Lisa, look, thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you for, for yeah. talking to us through, you know, not only your your story and what you do, but, you know, behind the scenes of what it's like as the business owner, as you go through these levels of, of fear and uncomfort and doing the things that you've been told to do and then understanding what you what you want to do. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you for me. You're welcome. And look, if people want to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Okay, so I've got a website which is being revamped, but it's still there at the moment, um, which is uh, lisaungernutrition.com. And I am on Instagram and Facebook at Lisa Unger Nutrition. And go and watch that space because I'm coming back. <laughs> Woohoo! Fantastic. <laughs> Love that. Well, yeah, everyone, go and check that out. But Lisa, thank you so much for being here and, and sharing today. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice.
Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.